Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Coming to you live today from the Bellman Homes studio. I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Today's topic, why it's a no-no to copy plans. Okay, this is something that happens all the time in the home building industry. People find home plans almost anywhere, right? On the internet, you can search up home plans and there's tons and tons of companies. And you go on these websites and there's 50, 100 different floor plans uh, and exterior home designs. And of course, you can purchase these plans uh, to build with. There's also builders that hire private architects to draw homes for them, and they have their own lineup of homes. So what separates copying and copyright infringement from a, a, a creative work, right? What, what is copying and what is not is the, the, the end-all question. And what can happen to you if you copy home plans and get caught? Is there a consequence? We're going to get into all of that in this episode here of The Home Building Hero. And this is something that is, is pretty interesting because um, you'd be surprised. And, and, and there is a lot of this going on in the industry where you see homes that are very similar. And there is protection under the copyright law. And there can be some severe penalties if you are caught copying things. Even things like photographs... If you try and copy a home off a photograph, that could technically be copyright infringement. So you have to be very, very careful. So let's talk a little bit more in depth about this. Okay, so there is the Federal Copyright Act. And believe it or not, you don't necessarily have to have your home federally copyrighted to, to go after copyright infringement. Um, it, it covers any created work. And you're not supposed to reproduce or create derivatives, distribute, or even display works that you have not created. And there can be infringement on that. And infringement can be even if you have substantial similarities. So for example, let's say you find a home plan on the internet and you take it to an architect and say, this is the plan I want. And you have them draw that plan and maybe you say, I just want a three-car garage on this plan. Everything else is perfect. That is technically infringement. It's substantial similarities um, that you have to look for. And basically, other than changing a garage, you, you've copied that home. Uh, you could be in some serious violations there if you were to do something like that. Even if you, you take the home and say, I like this, but I'm going to put a study on it and I'm going to add a sunroom on it, that may not, that, that will still have substantial similarities and could cause you some issues. You can also have what they call derivative work, which can also happen if you start with the original and then you create a derivative of it. So if you are the original creator, you can make as many derivatives as, as you want. 
If you have a license for it, you have a license to unlimited use, you can create derivatives of it as well. That wouldn't be an issue. Uh, but some of these home plans that you buy, you have to be very careful because some of these home plans only allow a single use. So you have to really be careful and you have to look at that licensing agreement when you purchase these and understand what you're getting into. So for example, if you're a home builder and you buy one of these plans online, you may only be allowed, be allowed to use it one time. So just because you bought it the one time and built it doesn't mean <coughs> excuse me, that you can continue to do that. Okay, so we talked a little bit about plans and infringements and similarities and derivative work. Let's talk a little bit about what can happen if you do have an infringement and and what could be considered in you know for a case. So let's say that there is a situation where a plan has been copied and someone is looking into it. There is a time limit, there is some statutes of limitations, and there is discovery that can be done in these copyright cases. And you have um, a three-year period, you know, to go back and, and discover and, and dig back. Uh, as far as uh, copyright work, though, the thing you have to be careful of is, let's say there is a builder that copied a plan illegally and built a whole bunch of houses with it over the years. The original owner of that work could go back and they could go back to the early homes that you built decades ago and potentially seek damages for that if you've continued to do this over the years. And you have to be extremely careful with that. So, you know, if you're a home buyer or you're a builder, for example, you know, you have to be very careful with that. If you built your home and you copied everything, you know, and someone catches you on it, they could go back and you could be personally liable as a homeowner. And the builder, of course, can be liable for copyright infringement. And there's damages. You could also have an injunction that could happen. So let's say you just start building your home and somebody catches your plan and notices after it's framed up that um, it, it looks like one of their plans. They could get an injunction and stop your home. And... Um, they can go after actual damages. So not only the cost of the plan, but if you're, let's say, a designer of this plan and somebody steals it, you could go after the loss of profit. So for example, let's just say a builder builds a home and they're going to make $20,000 on this home. The, the original designer of this plan, if it was stolen, could go after that builder and, and, and go after the profit that that builder made. And that's that's crazy, but... You know, imagine a builder builds, you know, 20 of these homes. That could be a substantial amount of money. And so it's very important that you're careful about, you know, where you're getting your information from and using original works as much as you can when you're designing homes uh, or when you're building a home. Even um, there's a new act that's out and it is the Millennium, a uh, Digital Millennium Act. And it covers a lot of information about posting and even posting something can be a violation. So like, let's say there's uh, someone that designs a home plan and you're like, wow, I really love this plan. You go in and you copy or download that plan and then you post it on Facebook and say, hey friends, what do you, what do you think of this home that I might build? You could potentially be violating the copyright law just by doing that, by posting their work without giving them credit, without giving them recognition, or without getting 
the most important thing, their permission. So be very, very careful about that. And this happens also with photographs. You know, sometimes people take a photograph of something, you know, like, for example, if you've been following me, you know, I did that lumber photograph. Uh, now, I haven't cared that people have copied my photo and shared it and posted it. That did not bother me. I wanted that to get out. But technically, people should not be copying that photo and posting it without getting my permission or crediting me for that photo. Uh, now, again, I did it for a different reason. I wanted it to get out there. I don't care. Most of the time when people put things on social media, they want it to be liked and shared um, and potentially used to go viral. So, you know, you have to understand that. But in the terms of plans, home designs and things like that, you have to be very careful because of that Digital Millennium Act. You could potentially be in violation just for posting or sharing it without permission. So do not advertise other people's work. I actually have had a few situations. I'm going to talk about those right now. Uh, we do copyright all of our plans. Uh, it's a it's a kind of slow and a very long process. Sometimes it takes three years from when you submit something to have it fully copyrighted, and you have to have you know sign offs from the original architect. You have to have you know all sorts of different documentation, not only the plans but pictures of the home, any brochures that go with it, anything from a website. The more information you can have, the more protected you can. You can have it. And if you do federally copyright something and someone does copy your work, you can go after them and you can potentially get some pretty decent damages. Uh, here's a case of something that happened to me personally. We had an ex-employee that went off on their own and um, happened to run into someone that was looking at building with us. And we had a particular model. I'll, I'll even say what the name of the model was. It was our Grand Victorian, a very, very distinct home. This was not like a typical salt box. This was a very distinct home. It had a kind of wraparound front porch on it and some really interesting angles on it. It was a very beautiful home and very popular at the time. They came to us and they did a bid. Didn't like where the numbers came out, as most people don't. And they ran into this person who happened to work for us. And he had a copy of our plan still. And he offered to build that home for them at a reduced cost. And he literally hand traced the entire plan, made a few modifications to that that plan that the buyers wanted, put their name on it, and then went and started to build it. And the only way we found out about this, because this was in a rural site, I think they all thought they could get away with this, but they happened to use the same company that we use to print these plans. And they happened to see this plan come through many, many times. So when this plan came in, looking like one of our homes, but from a different person with a different name on it, they said, hmm, that's interesting. And they contacted us and they saved a copy. And we got a copy and we looked at it. And as soon as we saw the home, we're like, that's our home. And then the second thing we saw, saw the name on it, who the builder was and like that person used to work for us. So they had, it, it was a very cut and dry case because they had access. Um, we, we sent out a cease and desist letter. We hired our copyright attorney. And um, it, we even looked in our records and saw that we had did a, did a bid for this customer. So not only was the customer now very liable, but the builder was very liable as well. And um, we could have taken this to federal court and probably gotten close to $300,000 uh, for this infringement. Uh, however, the amount of time and effort and attorney's fees would be probably not worth it. 
and plus the two of them combined wouldn't be able to probably pay this. So what we did is said, listen, you 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 stole our plan. It was very clear. They even admitted they copied it. Um, and so we went after them for a settlement. And I think we got somewhere in the neighborhoods of around $15,000 settlement. Uh, so some of the profit on the home. And then um, the homeowner had to pay a, a small portion of that as well. Because that was a job that should have been ours. They should have built with us. And um, this ended up costing them. And it would have been a lot cheaper for them just to build with the original builder who created the work to begin with. And even though they made those minor changes and those modifications, they, um, you know, they created, you know, and copied an original work. And that could be very, very expensive mistake for anyone involved for doing that. So you have to be careful about that and you don't want to copy anyone's work. Um, can you take an idea? Like, let's say somebody has a, a, an idea for a sunroom and you take part of that idea and you integrate it into a completely different design and make some modifications to it, most likely you're going to be okay with that, but you don't want to copy anybody's things outright. Like if you actually have access to the plan and you use all the exact same measurements and 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 you literally copy everything, that is copyright infringement. Even if it's just a part of a plan, you want to create your own original work with it. So there are some some other things that go into copyright infringement that we can talk about. Um, again, you don't want to advertise other people's work. And that has happened to me as well. I actually had a, a remodeler down the street from me and um, kind of a strange company. I'm not going to get real involved with, with them specifically in this, but um, they just do some things that they shouldn't be doing. And I happened to pop on their website one day uh, because of an issue that had occurred separately. And I looked at the photos on the website and I went, wow, that looks like my house. And they're just remodelers. They don't have models. They don't have homes that they can show. And I went on to the website and I saw pictures of our parade model on their website. And they were advertising that they could build this. This was my house. They've never built it. And they were advertising. They never mentioned us at all. They're like, oh, look, it's something we can build for you. And there was multiple pictures. So we contacted, actually, they're a member of the Builders Association. We contacted the Builders Association. And we had someone contact them on our behalf and say, these need to be taken down immediately or a more serious action will take place. And uh, you can't advertise other people's work. I can't go on to another builder's website, steal a picture and say, I can build this for you. That is not allowable. Um, and you would have to get permission in order to do that. So you have to be very careful with that kind of stuff. And the other thing to note with copyright infringement, a couple more things, like we said, a ordinary observer, you know, if an ordinary observer can identify the similarities in it, it is copyright infringement. So, for example, that that printer that I mentioned in our story, he was an ordinary observer and he's like, this is a copy. And that was a clear and cut and dry case. Uh, we had them dead to rights. And uh, it was a very simple solution to go after them. Minor changes, like we said, are not enough to to get out of a claim. And then you also have um, some fair use things. So these are some things that you can use plans for or copy works for. So fair use would be things like if you want to 
um, send it to a school for scholarships or things like that. A school may be able to copy a plan uh, to use it for educational purposes because there is no monetary gain for it. Um, things can be copied for review. So like you could take a, a copy of a builder's picture of a home and post it in a review on their website and say, hey, here's the home that I built um, from XYZ Builder and it was great. Yeah, you can do that. You can also use it for parody situations, which doesn't happen very often in home building. But if you create a derivative work as a parody, like, hey, look at my rainbow colored home. Uh, isn't this funny? Ha ha ha. Uh, might be okay uh, to copy that work um, in that regard if it's a parody situation. And then the other thing to note is that um, claiming innocence is not a defense. So if you're like, well, I didn't know this was copied, like you, you hire a builder and he, he had stolen a plan and you don't know about it, you could still be liable for it. But the big thing is proving access. So like if, you know, you happen to see this plan with builder A and you go to builder B and see they have that same plan, you could potentially be more liable because of the fact that you knew that there was another plan like this in existence. Okay, so how do you protect yourself? How do you avoid these situations? One is don't copy anything. Um, two is um, even if you are trying to modify something, you know, make sure it's original work. The third thing is to to get an indemnification. So um, have somebody sign. Like if you're buying a plan from an architect, have them create an indemnification for you that shows that. I was the original creator of this work and I'm giving you license to use this. And, and and that's the fourth part is get permission. Get permission from the original creator to use the work in whatever purpose you want and get that documented in writing, especially if you're paying for something. If you're paying $10,000 for a home plan, make sure that you have something that gives you permission to use the work. It says, you know, you have the permission to build one home with this or you have permission to use this home in perpetuity. Whatever that is, make sure that you have that document. So if something ever comes up in the future, you are protected. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time... I'm David Bellman, signing off.